Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Get ready for Thursday night football as the Ravens take on the Buccaneers. Hear the game on 98.7 FM, 1120 AM, and streaming on KMOX.com. Kickoff at 7. It's Thursday night football on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Sports Open Line does continue here on AO. What night is it? Is it Wednesday? I think it's Wednesday. I never know what day it is. It's Wednesday. That's one of my um, it's one of my big weaknesses, and it's especially bad during baseball season uh, because every day is the same. You just never know what, what day it is. So, yes, it is indeed Wednesday. Breaking news, it is Wednesday in mid-America. We welcome you back in the program, 314-436-7900. Very happy right now to uh, welcome in a guy who uh, covers a lot of things, Cardinals, Billikens, uh, whatever else they happen to uh, ask him to uh, cover at the Post-Dispatch STL today. Part of STL Pinch Hits as well, which you should be subscribed to. He is uh, Carter Chapley. You can follow him at Chapley Media. Carter, thanks for your time. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me. And and. I will say I get lost in the middle of this week because we haven't had baseball for so many days. So I'm looking forward to getting some baseball back this weekend. Yeah, it's. I don't think it's especially a good thing. And I mean, there's there's no easy answer here, but it it feels like the baseball playoffs loses all of its momentum when it's going five days without a game. Yeah, it's kind of like testing the rest versus rust thing for the players, especially this weekend where the, there will be you know, are they rested or do, does one team do better on that five days rest than another? You're right. It does lose a lot of that everyday aspect of baseball when all of a sudden you're not playing every day. So John Moselock speaks to the media today. He talked about a lot of stuff, but the, the main takeaways, Adam Wainwright is back some coaching changes with Mike Maddox and Jeff Albert and Brian Eversgird uh, leaving their jobs. And we already knew Skip Schumacher would be leaving. Uh, ain't Wayne right back. Uh, Nolan Arnato, no decision made there. And payroll's going up next year. They're spending more money. Like Those are the four things that I thought were the biggest things out of it today. Uh, if there's anything else that's bigger than that, you can share. But do you, do you take anything especially, you know, special away from uh, any of those things? Did anything really stand out to you? Uh, the payroll thing is particularly interesting, if only that it's been, you know, the talk of what this team needs to do for a little while now is, is to find that competitive third, you know, third star bat. You know, I think they got a little lucky this year with Albert being as good as he was down the stretch. But, to, you know, the the difference between the Mets and the Braves and the Dodgers and the Yankees is that they can go and make better gambles. You know, you're not risking 
um, on Corey Dickerson, which he, he had a perfectly average year this year, but you know, you can take better gambles. You can put more money towards guys who you feel better about and you can stay competitive in the market. So I guess I'm just curious as to like what raising the payroll technically means. Mm-hmm. Does it mean like finding the guy who's the seven and a half million dollar player instead of the five and a half million dollar player? Or does it mean going to get Trey Turner or Wilson Contreras or, or, or whoever Right, taking the big splash. So I guess I'm just curious as to what that number means. Yeah, I, I'm I'm right there with you because if they're going to increase payroll by five million dollars or even ten million dollars, like not to not to put ten million dollars and, and poo poo it away, but <laughs> no, you're you're not doing that much with that. Where it feels like if if it's going to be a substantial increase in payroll, then it's going to be more than that, and that's where maybe you're actually making those true roster upgrades. Yeah, and that's what you're looking for, right? Like, they have enough guys who are guys. You know, you, have, you can look at, across the outfield and say, okay, we have Lars Newbar and Dylan Carlson and, and Brendan Donovan can play out there and Juan Yepes can play out there. And, Al, you know, we can just – Alec Burleson, you can just keep naming names, but, like, they don't have, a, like, a real star in the outfield, which when you look across what other successful teams do, they have multiple stars in the outfield. So instead of taking Corey Dickerson, for example, who, again, like, I don't mean to, to pick on the guy, but when you, you know, he's a perfectly average guy, you, he's not your star. And that might be what the solution is, is finding that star piece. Do, is, it, is it as easy as that, right? There has to be interest both ways. Like, it's very easy for me to say, like, oh, yeah, go get Aaron Judge or Trey Turner, right? Like, oh, just spend all the money you can. But, like, they actually have to want to come to St. Louis, too. But it gives you more flexibility, that's for sure. Even with Albert Pujols, at the time it felt like they were still one more big bat away from from being where they really wanted to be. So, is it, is it safe to say that there's got to be two high level bats come in, and maybe may, if it is a Wilson Contreras, then maybe that comes at the catcher's position. But if you don't get uh, a super offensive catcher, if you continue to go in the direction of you know really valuing defense, maybe you'll get a little bit of an offensive upgrade there compared to Yadier Molina. But you still got to go find two bats somewhere else. Well, I mean, for starters, it's going to be hard to not find an upgrade over the catching position last year. I mean, just statistically, like that was not a very, I mean, that was a black hole of a position for most of the year. And and you can upgrade, I mean, almost automatically by just going out and finding guys on the free agent market. Not not just about anybody, but like Christian Vasquez is going to be a free agent. Um, there's lots of guys you can go find who are going to be more productive at the plate, whether they have that defensive quality. No one does, right? That's the kind of trade-off you're going to make. But it's kind of interesting because, like, at, at those positions, when you're looking for those guys, there's not a whole lot of immediate answers in the free agent market. In the free agent, you're going to have to be – it's like Wilson Contreras or go trade, right? Christian Vasquez is about the only other one I can think of. And so you kind of have to decide, like, what are you willing to give up to get to that, whereas at the shortstop position, and maybe a little bit more so in the outfields, you can just go spend money. You don't have to give up – assets to, to do so. So it's an, it's a interesting tightrope to walk. And then that's two people right there that are already going to improve your lineup statistically, just when you look at, when you make it a math equation, right? So you see what you can get out of that. You mentioned Christian Vasquez, you mentioned Wilson Contreras, other names that have been thrown out there. 
Uh, Sean Murphy's name has been thrown out there. We had Craig Mish on uh, yesterday, and he talked about uh, Salvador Perez maybe being available from Kansas City. You had uh, quote tweeted a couple weeks ago uh, a piece from uh, TSN in Canada where they mentioned that with their uh, depth at the catching position, maybe there could be a trade to be made for one of their catchers uh, to the Cardinals. Like, which one of those guys, or which you know, two or th- one, two, three, whatever number you want to go with? Who do you feel like maybe fits the best on this roster? So I, I have the unpopular opinion of it's not Wilson Contreras. It's probably some, it's, you know, there's three, I, I find three guys that I really find really interesting. And, and we've, we've kind of mentioned them in Christian Vasquez, Sean Murphy, and Danny Jansen as being potentially available. Two of those guys being potentially available on the trade market. Now, again, like Toronto and Oakland aren't just going to give up guys because you have a center fielder to give them. There's going to be a, you're going to have to give up talent to get talent. But those three guys play the position at, at a starting rate. They hit and they're also plus defenders, right? Like that, that's the thing that they can kind of, you know, Wilson, Wilson Contreras can hit home runs, but he doesn't defend the plate and he doesn't play catcher as often as this team needs him to, right? You need him to actually be a guy to be back there for, a hundred ish games, right? You can maybe split between uh, uh, Kisner and Herrera for the other 60, if you can really find it or, or 50, but you can, you need a guy who can play back there. And right now, Wilson Contreras is not that guy. So you need an actual catcher. And, and those three probably are the ones that stand out as being the most interesting. And of course, Sean Murphy is like a gold glove candidate. So that's hard to pry. Danny Jansen is an offense, one of the best offensive catchers in baseball. So the fact that he can also play defense at a high level is a super difficult thing to pry away. And Christian Vasquez has some of the best like analytics that you can find for a guy who doesn't get talked a lot about as a premier catcher. So he could be someone who you can get in free agency. So it's, it's, those are probably my one, two, three that I look at as being very interesting. This team has a ton of starting pitchers. At the same time, you look at some of the guys who are starting games in the postseason and it feels like the Cardinals have a staff of starting pitchers that are just fantastic for the regular season but it's not those high level elite starters how do the Cardinals you know reconcile that having all those guys who can go win you games in the regular season but at the same time maybe they don't stack up against some of the starting pitchers you're going to see in some short seasons a short series in the playoffs well, I, I think the Cardinals might tell you that they have two guys who they feel like could be those two guys and may, maybe even a third or a fourth, right? Like, I think they, that's, they would tell you that they, they have a group of guys who they feel like any one of them can be a star. They just need someone to step up and actually be the star. And it's like the first thing that comes to mind is, is Jack Flaherty healthy? Like, if he's healthy and he's pitching the way we saw him a couple of years ago, which, you know, it's asking a lot, right? I understand that. But he ha- he's, you know, once you've shown it, you've, you have to be able to repeat it. If he's healthy, that's your number one. Like, he's, he's great. Then you have Miles Michaelis, who is one of the better number twos in baseball. Jordan Montgomery showed he could be incredibly effective in St. Louis. And then you have Adam Wainwright, who is no slouch in October baseball when he's healthy, which he disclosed he was clearly not. Something was impacting his mechanics, and they didn't find it, which is a problem in itself. But I feel like, you know, like, they, you're right. They don't have Zach Wheeler. They don't have Aaron Nola. They don't have... X, Y, Z, but I think they, you can make the case that there are guys who can win you playoff games. They just need to do it, which is a problem to say, cause you only get two opportunities every year. Apparently. 
Carter Chapley continuing to uh, join us here on Sports Open Line. A couple more things for you before we let you go. We've talked all this time without really mentioning the coaching changes. Uh, Jeff Albert, Mike Maddox being the main ones, and then obviously Skip Schumacher. So your your pitching coach, your hitting coach, and your bench coach are all exiting. Uh, we'll see how many guys come in from the outside. Also the bullpen coach for that matter. But we'll see how many guys come in from the outside. What what roles maybe are distributed among the current staff? How many guys maybe get an internal uh, promotion from from already inside the organization. Uh, all this is happening while you have a relatively young manager and Oliver Marmel. This is really his first opportunity to put his stamp on the uh, coaching staff. The only guy that was brought in last year was Schumacher. It just feels like this is a this is a big moment for Marmel. And obviously, John Mozeliak's going to have a big uh, voice in who these uh, who gets hired. But this is a big moment for this organization and kind of putting together this coaching staff moving forward. Yeah, it is a big moment. I, I don't know. I, I feel like the change might be bigger in terms of the pitching staff than the hitting because it, it appears that John Mozalek was more than willing to give everybody there a contract extension, bring them back for next year, bring the band back, try again. So clearly the philosophy isn't changing. So that leads me to, to think that perhaps they look at internal candidates, people who they are kind of already bought in on their on their belief. And there are some really interesting Guy, I mean, like Turner Ward came in. He's been really effective as an ex-player, helping hitters, you know, like bringing their perspective to things. He's a guy who could step in, who's the assistant hitting coach now. That's a very natural promotion uh, to the next level. Um, Tiger Peterson, who's the Springfield hitting coach, is currently working in the Arizona Fall League, is another guy they could bring in who's kind of interesting. Uh, I know um, Derek Gould mentioned on Twitter earlier today, Ryan Ludwig works in player development uh, in that capacity as well. So there's lots of guys who are in, who are cardinal adjacent or if not already in the organization who can step up and fill those roles. And then for the pitching side of it, I, I get the sense that maybe Mike Maddox will have a say in, in who's his successor in this sense, because it seems like his desire to step down isn't, has nothing to do with the team. It's more just, I'm ready to slow things down and not coach 162 games a year, which I mean, Fair enough, yeah. right? Like, like no, nobody, nobody, you know, I can't think of anyone who works like, like those guys do. So it's an interesting kind of conundrum where I, I, if I had to guess, if I had to put odds on it, I would say that most of these, maybe save for the bench coach, which I don't really know, you know, what Ollie is thinking about there. I would get the, I get the feeling, you know, that an internal hire makes the most sense. I'm curious on the bench coach, and if Maddox was still around, I probably wouldn't be saying this because he would still have that that veteran guy there. But for me, I'm I'm somewhat hopeful when it comes to the bench coach that maybe they bring in a veteran guy from outside the organization, maybe even a former major league manager, just to have somebody else in that dugout. Not not that Marmel needs help, but he's a, he's a young manager, and being able to throw some things off somebody who has seen it all to me, it feels like that could be a benefit to Marmel. Bring in an Obi Wan Kenobi of sorts, yes. someone who's kind of been there to, to, to mentor. No, I don't. I don't disagree, but I, I I do think that you know maybe history repeats itself. I know Skip Schumacher was an ex- excellent bench coach, right? He served that role really well in his year there, which then led to him being very quickly hired by the by the Marlins. So I wonder if he goes with someone who maybe serves more as his right hand, his lieutenant, someone who he can you know he knows already someone he can rely on is maybe the, maybe the other end of that spectrum something rather than a, but again, like that might be the same person, right? Yeah. I don't really know who, who's 
as close in in Ollie's circle as to say like, oh well, he's actually he's actually really tight with you know so and so, and they're going to come in and help him out for a year while they bring up another guy to kind of be the, the next in command or something. I, I you know there there are a lot of different ways you can look at it, but I do think that I don't disagree. Maybe bringing in someone with a little bit more I don't want to say experience because experience that makes it sound like he's not doing it. Like he's not doing a really solid job, but someone who can just throw, throw things off of and has a wealth of history to build from. Yeah, I, I agree. All right. Uh, go through. I mean, you guys are still producing Cardinals content every single day. Post dispatch STL today, STL uh, pinch hits. Uh, the pinch hit stuff is great. Uh, obviously it takes things uh, even further. It goes into the, uh, the minor leagues as well. Uh, what can folks expect uh, from, uh, from what you're doing from a Cardinal standpoint here moving forward? Oh, I mean, it never stops. I mean, especially now with there's with new coaching searches. I mean, the whole post dispatch team is going to be on top of that. We already have a ton of stuff out from all of our writers and columnists on STL today and on pitch, pinch hits. Uh, Daniel Guerrero and I have the best podcast in the minors. You can check in on that if you're interested in minor league baseball stuff, especially the Cardinals and what's going on there. They're, the Cardinals are having some really phenomenal performances down at the Arizona Fall League right now. Some really notable stuff and the baseball calendar never stops. Like next coming up, it's going to be all of a sudden free agency and the winter meetings. And for, for me, particularly the rule five draft, uh, and all of a sudden it's going to be March again. So there's lots of stuff coming here uh, qu- quickly. It never quite stops. Carter. Great stuff as always. Thank you so much for your time. We'll have you on again real soon. All right. Thank you for having me. All right. There's Carter Chapley joining us here on sports open line. Here's what we're going to do. The blues are playing tonight. I wanted to get a little bit of blues in before we uh, jump back into the Cardinals. So up next, uh, we'll get you a little blues audio uh, leading into their game tonight. And then after that, we are just going to roll through all the way until eight o'clock. Nothing but Cardinals audio for you coming out of the uh, news conferences that took place today. So that's all coming up. Don't go anywhere. It's sports open line. We've got you till eight o'clock tonight here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.